Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to PGN. It's Tuesday evening, and um, it's April 18th, 2020, 1323. <laughs> Excuse me. Anyways, welcome, everyone. God bless you. I just realized um, my pause there was I set the time wrong on this, so let me change that right now. Otherwise, um, there we go. Okay, there we go. So uh, welcome, everyone. Good evening. Thank you for joining us. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Okay, wow. I hope everyone's having a good day. <laughs> Things are just chugging along. Well, let me clean this off, and then we'll pray, and then we'll get started. I was taking some notes this morning, and I was just like, really flowing, flowing, flowing. I was asking the Lord and um, in scripture about something. And then my day just got so busy, so filled up. And I was like, wow, the grace of God was really on it this morning um, and taking notes because I wouldn't have had time otherwise to do it. So I just felt like, wow, it just kind of flowed and came together there. So let's pray, and then we'll get started. So, Father, we thank you for this evening, Father. We just lift up our time to you, God. We thank you, God. You're the redeemer of all things, Lord. You redeem time, God. So we thank you, Lord. We even place that in your hands, Father, God, this evening, Lord. Whoever may be concerned about uh, the times, um, the end times, or the times of the past, Lord, or their time, even currently, Father, God, how they will do what they need to do um, according to the time frames that they have. Lord, we ask for your redemption to be imparted in that, God, that you would maneuver and um, bless and continue to favor. We thank you, Lord, that you've already granted us much favor. God, and we receive. We want to receive all that you've done for us, all that you've accomplished for us, Father God. We thank you, Lord, for your glory. God, we thank you for your glory, Father God. And we ask, Lord, uh, that you would be magnified, Lord. And we thank you, Father, as we come and gather in one accord and in one faith, Lord, that you would be esteemed and magnified. And uh, we just thank you for that, Lord. Thank you for this place as your house and your dwelling place, Lord, and your presence, Father. May it be honored by you, Lord. And we pray, Father, that you uh, would just anoint our time together, God, for your for the sake of your people and for the sake of your name, God, we ask for your anointing. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, Lord. Wow, I can feel you. I can feel you guys with faith, man. Very cool. Okay. <clears throat> well, so this morning I was looking. Let me. Um, here, I, I'm gonna have to. I didn't want to have to tear this note off of here, but I think I'm gonna have to. Well, um, so there's three, there's a couple things that are happening here. Uh, Where do I want to start? Okay. All right, so I'll just start where it was where I was starting to take notes this morning. There was I was looking something up yesterday. I was looking up um, unclean spirit because I wanted to get. Now I know I've talked about this before over the last year, 
um, here and there a little bit, but I just wanted to get a deeper understanding because I know there's a place, and it is in Mark 1, where, or yeah, Mark 1, where it's talking that there was a man in the synagogue, in the synagogue with an unclean spirit. And then, you know, he started to speak. When Jesus was speaking, he rebuked him. And um, he told he rebuked the spirit, told it to be quiet and to come out of him, and that was in Mark uh, 123 through 125. And so, um, because I do see that, um, and I know I said this last time, I, that this is um, something that we will see in the synagogue being our places of house of worship, is that people do have unclean spirits. Okay. Now, when I was looking up the unclean spirit, it was talking about, um, okay, so the unclean spirit where Jesus said, okay, forgive me because my notes are, um, okay, so the, the unclean spirit, Jesus said in Mark and in Matthew that he sent us out two by two and he gave us power over unclean spirits. Some versions say unclean spirits. And other versions will say, like, evil spirits, right? Well, there was just a handful of verses uh, referenced in New King, New King James Version. So there's 20, how many verses? This is 26 verses where it says unclean spirit, okay? So uh, one in the Old Testament, and then the rest are in the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, Acts. And two in Revelation. Okay. And in these, let me go, where are you guys? In these, um, we see Jesus doing this. Okay, Jesus rebuked an unclean spirit. He commanded it to come out. And one was a, um, like it even talks about some being tormented by these unclean spirits. Others being healed from unclean spirits. And so these are like evil spirits, if you just think of them that way. Because sometimes I think of unclean spirits as just being, um, um, just just things that are, okay, let me just not say, because what I was thinking of was, um, initially when I thought of it, really what I thought was is that, because they were Jewish, okay, so there were a lot of different, well, I was trying to find some background on the things that were unclean that they were told not to touch and that were unclean. And a lot of the things that I did find, again, not extensive, just this morning, were had to do with carcasses and emissions from bodies, you know, like water, blood, things like that were unclean. Even the boiling pots of, um, of certain animals that they boiled, the pot was unclean. And the water became unclean because of the carcass of the animal and such, naturally pigs, right? And even the wicked spirit or the unclean spirit that was cast out of the pigs um, and driven out, okay, that was an unclean spirit, you know? And so I was trying to see if there's some revelation in the, in, from the Jewish um, point of, of things that were unclean to them and they weren't allowed to touch, okay? But, but what I've seen in these 26 verses, again, just reading in the New King James Version, some were tormented, others were healed, and even Jesus saying that, and in Matthew, that he was going to heal sicknesses and diseases and, and associating these with unclean spirits, okay? 
And so let's just keep that in mind because that's a, even a revelation for me, for people who have sicknesses and disease and, or maybe, um, yeah, actually someone just came to mind right now. Um, wow. Okay. So, so then, I just had to write that name down. So then, okay, so then there's that. Okay, so, um, and the Bible talks about unclean spirits. So let me go. So he rebuked unclean spirits. Sometimes he commanded them to come out. Some actually fell at his feet, okay? And then he spoke to them and, and rid them, okay? But they, like, literally fell at his feet, um, you know, so I don't know that. And then, and then the ones that entered the swine, there was one that was deaf and dumb. So there's definitely strong illnesses, I see, of people of healings. And that all, now this isn't like a, um, if this is not a absolute and extreme type of teaching, not like all of this is, do I think is this? I'm just saying this is something to explore, especially in this hour or in this time frame, and you'll see why when I'm going there in a minute, but especially this part of the man being in the syntagon and calling out. So we need to be aware, like we need to be very uh, awake in service, very um, attuned and uh, discern, you know, discern um, within there and pay attention to uh, how the Holy Spirit is speaking to you um, Regarding different people or regarding different situations, okay, right? So we know it's not flesh and blood, but it's spirits, okay? However, I just, want, I just want to bring awareness to the places in the church where there may be an unclean spirit. And the awareness of all of a sudden somebody coming with a illness that is stricken with an illness that seems very... Um, you know, like a heavy type of illness all of a sudden where healing can come forth and perhaps it might be an unclean spirit. And maybe maybe even just talking about it tonight that you would explore on your own, the Holy Spirit would lead you um, even more and more. But we overall we see this, okay, for you to dive in deeper as a Berean and, you know, see how the Lord would lead you if he is stirring you indeed. However, we do see this as the outcome on all of them, whether Jesus rebuked them, commanded them to come out, okay, or healed people, these unclean spirits obeyed him. When he commanded the unclean spirits, they obeyed him. Okay, so let's remember that. No fear, we're just going to speak it forth. Um, so in regarding to, and here's the other part I think we came up to is regarding to these unclean spirits in association to prophets is what I found. So Zechariah 13, two, not all prophets, you know what I'm saying, but it says, um, to cut off the names of the idols from the land and no longer be remembered. And I will, I will cause, my goodness, my throat, I will cause prophets and the unclean spirit to depart from the land. So isn't that interesting that there's an association there in Zechariah? I don't remember all the story and the interest in the, uh, of history and how Zechariah was preaching to the people and why and what he was bringing forth. I don't recall all that off the top of my mind, but it, um, top of my head. 
but it does say that the Lord was saying, let me go back and see if I'm missing anything from this verse in Zechariah. Um, it shall be in that day, says the Lord of hosts, that I will cut off the names of the idols from the land, and they shall no longer be remembered. And I will also cause the prophets and the unclean spirit to depart from the land. So obviously the prophets were not prophesying out of a place that the Lord had desired, right? And I don't know if there's any association with the prophets being entangled with the unclean spirit, prophets being entangled with idols. I don't know, but we see these things in the land and um, we see, you know, or if they were just false prophets, you know, what their game was there. We don't know, or I did not research that. And then if we jump down to Revelation, so the last verse in Revelation, and this is what had somewhat of my interest too, because it referred to the prophets too. So Revelation sixteen thirteen it says, and I saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. So, so each one of these, the dragon, which is the devil, the beast, and the false prophet, each of them was had a frog, unclean spirit, like a frog, coming out of their mouth, okay? So this, or evil spirit, some versions say evil spirit, this says unclean spirit. Okay, so we know that that's mimicking, obviously, uh, the devil, the beast, and the false prophet mimicking the trinity. And then we see here, I'm sorry, my dog is not feeling well again today. Um, it says, this is my little note, says that these evil spirits perform miraculous signs who come out of the mouths of the unholy trinity. Unite the rulers of the world for battle against God. The imagery of the demons coming out of the mouths of these three rulers signifies the verbal enticements and propaganda that will draw many people to their evil cause. So isn't that interesting? So if this is brought forth, they're bringing forth unclean spirits. We're going to see unclean spirits in the land. Like this is going to um, come forth in the propaganda and the coming together. So they're releasing it. They're being released, okay? And Jesus said this. This, this is what Jesus said about unclean spirits. This is what, okay. He said, for um, the heart, for out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, thief, false testimony, and slander. Those are all considered unclean. Literally, when I looked at it, not wicked, you know how we have different versions of, you know, well, evil and unclean can sometimes cross over. And not wicked, foolish, sinful, unclean. These are the things Jesus is saying are unclean. For out of the heart, and they come from the heart. This is why it's important to, to, you know, our sanctification process and seeking the Lord. And it's not just, um, there you go, honey. Go ahead. It's not just um, what we're thinking, right? The meditation of our, our hearts and our minds need to um, have unity, but it's not just what we're thinking. It's out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual morality, theft, false testimony, and slander. So have we seen those things come from prophets? 
over the last five years, 10 years? Maybe, right? Maybe. Those are unclean spirits, maybe, right? And the Lord, we see the Lord cleansing the land even now that they're departing from the land for his preparation, okay? And then we also do read further in Revelation how um, the prophets and the apostles will work together in the end times. So the prophets really are a big deal, if you will, for end times, as well as the apostles. Yes, so they see uh, see things further ahead. So here we have, um, I've had this word, a line, come across my path three times. And just in this, like even today, this crossed over in, in three different things. And someone spoke something to me about, we were talking about something else. They used the word align. I was like, oh, there's no accident there. And so it came up three times, again, this word align. And what I see with this aligning is that um, the Lord, okay, so things happen on earth as they are in heaven, right? So all authority um, has been given from the Lord, and it happens, and we have authority on earth. And I'm seeing an alignment. When we come under the authority of um, the blessing and the favor of authority over our lives, now whether that's your pastor like an elder, a deacon, bishop, whatever it might be. Um, okay, we come up under that. There's like an aligning and a covering for that where there is a flow of grace of the Holy Spirit. And I think I mentioned, I might have mentioned this um, just a couple of weeks ago when one of the pastors a few weeks ago had asked, I think I was mentioning that, um, they all went out of town to do it. So one of the pastors who wasn't, who doesn't normally speak on a regular basis uh, was speaking that Sunday because uh, there was a trip like that all of them had went on. And so um, there was a note through the prayer. We use this like prayer app. There's like 50 of us on there. And um, he sent a little note and said, hey, will you pray for me this Sunday? I'm going to be speaking. I don't even know why. I actually need to go back and ask him why he decided to reach out to me. I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, there's probably only five or six core people who were at the time praying, um, and some longer than I, many, many of those longer than I had been. I was praying in the last year uh, faithfully, you know, through the week and stuff and through their uh, list of prayer things. Anyways, um, but because he had asked me, or he reached out, and I said, oh, sure thing, I will, um, you know, I counted a privilege, sure thing, I'll pray for you. So I did, I prayed for him, and then it was a couple weeks later, he was sharing something from the pulpit about an incident, not an incident, but something that was going on in the community. Our church is very community-minded and reaching the three-mile radius type of thing, and I'm very focused on that, but even broader. And so um, when he was sharing it, the Holy Spirit started speaking to me about something. And it was actually the Holy Spirit was giving me a word. It was just very unique. I think I don't even. So anyways, it was just very unique. And, um, and then I was able to share with him later during prayer, during corporate prayer, I had walked in. Um, we usually do that on Thursdays. And I had walked in 
And he just happened to say, out of the blue, because I kind of dropped it a little bit, um, and said to the Lord, like, if you want me to show, you're going to have to put it, like, you're just going to have to open the door for that. Anyways, when I walked in, he, out of the blue, honestly, he just said, do you have a word for me? Because I have forgot about it because I just dropped it. <laughs> do you have a word for me? And I said, oh, my gosh, I do. And so it was so unusual how it unfolded because I said, I looked for you last week because I was going to share this with you. And he's like, I'm so glad that you didn't find me. He said, it just wouldn't have like been as significant, you know, I'm like, how did you know that I had a word for you? You know, he's like, I don't know. I just had a premonition. So it was just very unusual. But the whole thing was, is it came up under this alignment of, Hey, and all this grace, right. Flowed because I was under this alignment that it became like a fountain. Okay. So, so I was thinking about Moses, right. And when he, the Lord told him before all the, they had to go through all the plagues of, um, but he said, Hey, the people are going to be set free. You're going to have to go to Moses, right? So Moses was the one in authority in the land, right? So Moses had to go to him, right? Cause Moses, you know, could have went to him once or twice, three times and said, well, forget it. Like, come on, everyone packing. This guy's a jerk. You know, we're just going to pack up our stuff. And everyone, like, meet at 3 a.m., you know, at the river, you know. So, um, but he didn't. He followed God's lead and the voice of the Holy Spirit, right, so that it would be on earth as it is in heaven. And there had to be an alignment. So God was doing a work, really, in everyone's life. Moses' life, Aaron, the people, Pharaoh's life, right, and even the people that Pharaoh, all the people that Pharaoh was leading, he was using their lives in the whole community because they were serving another God. And all of, you know, I don't know about all of them, but most of the plagues had to do in reference to the gods of Egypt. And the one with the frogs, which happens to be in relation to what we just read in Revelation, was um, these unclean type of spirits these frogs and these gods that thought they, that they had created creation, that they were the ones responsible for the creation of it. So it's interesting that it's even a frog in the parallel to the enemy wanting to create its own system and its own and mocking God and everything that's creative, right? And being an imitator to the creator and still within the reference of a frog, but an unclean evil spirit okay so um when moses so right before they left okay right before they left um things increased where pharaoh said hey no you're not getting the you know the the twigs and the stubble or whatever you know like you're gonna have to go look i'm not going to supply it for you to make the bricks you're going to have to go find your own you know, and the mud or whatever, you know, just you don't have to go find your own and then demanded that they make twice as much with the less of the resources they had to go find the own res- their own resources. So how could this be God's plan to increase this mental capacity on the people and their fortitude right before they left, like almost to the brink of their breaking point, if you will. Okay, but they did it. God was giving them the ability 
And this is important too, I think, even in this hour, God was giving them the ability in their mental capacity to think differently, to think outside of their normal sources and the normal system, which was a system of bondage that they were functioning under for him to say like, hey, I want you to start thinking differently, like press on that mental capacity that you have to think differently and think in creative ways because they're going to bring you to a place of freedom right, and liberty, and you're going to need to take possession of the land, take dominion. This is what I've called you to do and to walk and to step into your rightful place of inheritance, but you're going to need to take dominion. And it's going to need to look different. People aren't going to hand you things for you to just process it and for that to be accomplished. You're going to, like, he really pressed on their mental capacity so they would think outside of their box. Because, but it was a way of God's grace, okay, to prepare them to be followers and servants of the Lord Jesus Christ and to take the land, even though it looked like much weariness. And, you know, like how much more mental capacity, you know, to think outside of the box, if you will. It was in a way of them preparing it. So once Pharaoh said, yes, go, right? Because even Pharaoh had to acknowledge that really he wasn't the creator of things. And so all of the people had to see the wearing down of Pharaoh. So God wasn't wearing down the people. He was preparing them. He was actually wearing down Pharaoh, and Pharaoh was being worn down, worn down, worn down, broken down, until he admitted, hey, you know what? This isn't working. This isn't working, and there's something bigger and more powerful that is happening here that I'm just going to have to bow to. So what do these people ask for? Get rid of them because they're actually starting to make me not look good, not like a leader, not in the position I once had in front of the people, right? This is what was happening. And so once Pharaoh said, yes, go, take your things and go, there was an alignment that happened, right? Because, again, it had to be on earth as it is in heaven. And God prepared that. So, you know, let's be praying. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. The things and the pressing things, you know, that you've had in your life, um, you know, whether they're testing or trials or persecutions, you know, I was asking the Lord, Lord, when, okay, did I pass this test now? I mean, like, at least get a C plus. <laughs> I mean, did I pass, what the purposes, what, now, what are the purposes when am I going to see the purposes unfold for all the testing and these pressures and the mental capacity of being stretched, you know, and even slandered at times, literally, you know, uh, when am I going to see the purposes, you know, give me a glimpse of the purposes of why this is him, like open the door for it for me to see. While I'm here, why am I going through it here? Why am I going through it here? Open, give me a glimpse. And that might be something that you would like to pray as well, you know. And um, but the alignment to happen and to stay in that again, there I'm seeing a much grace under the alignment as if we stay in it. And so, as if you're in a place where it's weary, it's pressureful, and your mental capacity is being stretched. It could be that God is preparing you 
to bring you up under an alignment on earth as it is in heaven. You know, so Lord, let your kingdom come, let your will be done in and through our lives, Father. Every person who has their hand up, God, let that be for ministry, God. And I pray for those that are listening, um, you know, online, just raise your hand to the Lord and say, Lord, I just receive your alignment, Father God. Open the door. God, that I might see the glimpse of where the alignment is for the purpose and the purposes that you have for my life, Father God, that I might cross those thresholds, God. And we thank you, Father God, for giving them glimpses, for opening the doors, and for crossing thresholds, Father. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, God, and let it be, Father, let it be as you say. Let your kingdom come and your will be done in and through their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. All right. I think I accomplished what I needed to accomplish there. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Okay. Let me uh, write down a couple of these uh, are these numbers so we get started. Um. Okay. okay, I think I got it. All right, again, Father, we just thank you, Lord, for our time. We thank you, Lord, for your purposes and your will, Father, to unfold. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, um, even for net. I'm seeing nets, Lord, things that safety nets for people who need to who need a safety net, and others, Lord, where you're bringing them to places where they're going to be casting nets, God, and um, just and you know doing uh, things in um, in a bigger realms, God, and the things that they've been they've been faithful to um, and stewarding, Lord, you know whether that's their gifts or their talents, whatever that might be, Lord. Um, and even being fishers of men reference, God, that they would be now begin to be casting nets, God, that you are going to enlarge that, um, Father. We thank you, Lord, for the casting of nets, Father God. And we thank you, Lord, again, that you would even anoint their words, Lord, um, as they ministered um, the gospel, the full gospel, as they pray, as they work. Um, and as they minister in your name, in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, let's open up our first phone line. It's 828-989. Good evening. This is Jennifer. Hi, Deborah. Yes. Hi. How, how are you? Oh, very blessed. Thank you. Well, very good. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Let me uh, pray for you. Thank you. Father, we thank you for Jennifer. Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord, we just thank you, Father God. Um, We thank you there, too, Lord, as the casting of nets. Father God, in Jesus' name, hold on. Let me, I'm going to mute your phone line for a second. I know you're very quiet. Hold on. So, Father, we thank you um, for Jennifer, God. I heard the word, I didn't see it, but I heard the word casting of nets. So just say that. 
So, Father, we thank you, Lord, um, just for kingdom builders and um, kingdom, um, you know, the um, um, dividing the kingdom. I don't know if it's dividing the work, like going out two by two, dividing the work and the um, not, not division and not discord, not anything negative, but um, divide, you know, how uh, they were sent out. Moses' father-in-law helped him and said, hey, you need 70 men. So they were divided. They divided up the resources. They divided up the responsibilities and said, you know, these qualifications were met, and now you handle this. And so, um, so it's a type of that, um, of being divided in the sense, divide and conquer the land, conquer the kingdom. Um, so we thank you, Lord, um, just for those responsibilities and talents and the measure. God, let her be equally yoked with the measure of faith, um, Father, that you've given her, Father God, for the kingdom of God um, to bring forth the multiplication. Lord, and the plans and the purposes, you know, that he has made us to, um, that we are his workmanship, and he's created in advance um, the works that we're to do, right, and the glory to bring his name, and um, so I thank you, Father, for her measure of faith, Lord, um, in Jesus' name, I thank you, Father, for the measure of faith. And the, like, I see that spilling over. So I see, like, a net being cast, if you will. But the measure of your faith is even covering it even further. Like, the measure of your faith is covering the net, but then it spills over even the net even further. So we thank you, Lord, um, for the areas that she will be reaching Lord, uh, for your kingdom, Father God, that are um, even beyond measure, beyond, beyond the natural thinking, beyond the natural realms, Lord, because of her faith that spills over, Lord, um, and attaches itself and aligns itself to the purposes of God, Lord, but yet it um, surpasses, it surpasses expectation, it surpasses the outcome expected. I thank you for that, God, and I thank you for that, um, like it's a um, circumference of because of your faith that will be covered um, in that area. So I thank you for that, Lord, and I thank you, Lord, um, for showing her and teaching her uh, what those things are, Lord, that she would not allow man to limit her in any way, Lord, um, in the spirit, not in the spirit. Um, that's what I'm talking about. And, um, Lord, that the things that you teach her and she's known and knows from you, Lord, that she would implement those even when <clears throat> others um, are only limited by what they've known and how it's been, how it's been experienced through them. So it's more than like a status quo thing. And, um, and even, I will say, even people have told me early on when I was um, um, prophesying and being prophetic, and there still are in some places, um, I can think of a couple places, a couple of people who, um, who still can say, like, that's not, 
that's not prophesying or that's not really like that's not how that gift works or how it's functioned, but because there's a uniqueness um, that the Lord's placed, there's a uniqueness that he's placed that's not, um, that doesn't meet the status quo, if you will, of a prophet and the normal things of how it flows and how it functions, but I know how he speaks to me. So it's just similar, very similar to how David um, was taught in his personal time with the Lord, and then when it was time for him to come forth and to step into those areas, others wanted him, right, to wear this armor. They thought it was suited and fitted this one way, but that was uncomfortable for David, you know, and it wasn't, he wasn't fitted into the status quo. He had to do it the way that he was used to meeting with the Lord and bringing it forth, and that's what caused the victory in his life, right? And to stay with um, how the Holy Spirit speaks, regardless, regardless of other people, you know, but in the spirit realm, you know, Jennifer, how it functions and you, you know, you enter in alignment with the net being thrown and the responsibility, carrying the responsibilities and carrying that out. But there's also, again, your faith the measure of your faith is covering it um, even further. So I don't know that area there. Like I, I can't see the fruitfulness and the outcome of it. I just see that your measure of faith surpasses um, the area of where the net or where the like the principle of being applied um, goes. So I thank you. So it's and it's like all in that area. So thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow. That really spoke to me. So cool. Mm. <laughs> thank you, God. Yes. <laughs> I just love when he, you know, you, you feel, you know, it's impressed by the Spirit and you know in your heart you knew that he has a personal way of speaking in that. And you do get a lot of, you know, naysayers and things like that. And it's always comforting when the Lord um, gives a word like that. And, you know, like he sees you, you know. And um, the, the net, he had get, last week I had um, gone down to the river and it was kind of sprinkling, and he'd always shown me like this ripple, and how it would start with me and then ripple out. But that particular day, I mean, as I looked into this river, the stream, there was ripples everywhere, you know, because with raindrops were coming out, and there was all, you know, all these circles with ripples. And he was bringing that to mind when you were talking about the nets, you know. And I'm not exactly sure what he's trying to tell me either, but I felt like it was connected with what you were saying. Um, oh, yeah. You know, when I'll you say that, because, yeah, that's pretty wild, because um, mm-hmm. I was seeing, like, the net and around it, like, I was seeing the net being in the water, kind of like a turtle shell, like that, like the net didn't actually Mm -hmm. so not the other way but that way and then your faith like there was a whole circumference around that which is you know like a whole border 
over that that was which was actually very much a circle so it's funny that you would say like ripple because you're right like when you say that I think that could yeah <laughs> that, yeah and how I was, was seeing it that. as well so yeah, yeah. Hmm. He was just bringing that moment back to me, and that was just last week. And, you know, I had journaled it, but I forgot to go back to it and press in more for that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I have to do that. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Oh. Absolutely. Very blessed. Yeah. Encouraged. Well, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. You are a good, good Father. Yeah. Well, do you have any prayer requests this evening? Um, I will actually, um, my parents, I would just, they would have a personal, they would leave behind religion and come to know the Lord, you know, through a personal relationship with him. Okay. Yes. Okay, hold up. I just remembered something about. Okay. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, for Jennifer's parents, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord. We just pray, Lord, um, that you would break, that they would break free from any spirit of religion, Father, any spirit, um, Father God, of false, even false religion, Lord, that's, you know, the falseness of saying that they're okay you know, in the place yes. that they're at and what they're doing, Father God, and and um, really, and not what you've done, Father. So I pray, Lord, just as you did um, in the New Testament, Lord, in the Gospels, you, where it says you blessed their eyes and their ears that they might hear and see and know. God, so we pray that you'd break that religion off, Father God, and that system, Lord, um, of man and um, man-made um, places, Father God, Lord, that was really um, sinking sand, Father God. I pray that you would take them and place their feet upon a solid rock. Lord, I pray that you would reveal yourself for who you really are. Lord, that they um, would humble themselves and see their need um, and yield to you, Father God. Um, And and as you um, offer your grace and your mercy, to them, Father God, in such ways, Lord, that surpasses their understanding, Lord, that they, uh, as Ephesians says, Lord, that they would know the height and the length and the width and the depth of your love for them, Father God, that um, they would experience that in very profound and deep ways, Lord, unmistakably, Lord, receiving you, Lord, acknowledging you and yielding to you, Lord, and I thank you for that place. Uh, where they humble themselves at the foot of the cross um, and that you bring them in um, and, and, again, keep them standing with their feet upon the rock. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. You're, you're welcome. God bless you, you, too. Okay. Bye. But stay right there because I think Greg's the next caller, and I might open your phone line again, so hold on. Okay. okay. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Um, hey, five two five zero oh, two. I'm sorry. <laughs> good evening. How are you? I'm good. It's Craig. Good. Yes, Craig. Oh, did I say Craig? I'm sorry if I did. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Let me pray for you. Thank you. 
for calling. Thank you. I know sometimes when I get um, I get dyslexic, sometimes it seems like it. That's not my claim or anything, but okay. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, um, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for Greg, Father God. We just lift him up to your kingdom and to your throne, Father God. We thank you, Lord, for the work that he's doing, Father God, that, you know, the Lord is even elevating you. So I'm seeing, like, you take steps, but in these shoes that are, like, huge, like, they're elevated, you know, and increasing an elevation in your steps, um, and they're solid, you know, so these steps, even though they'll be elevated, there's a place, a solid place where the Lord um, is leading you and causing you. And it might be awkward at first as you're stepping into it, um, but then uh, as the Lord is leading you, you know, like you have that, um, I want to say fortitude, you have that determination, is a better word, the determination to see through it, like that this is the step. Um, that I'm taking. This is the step, you know, ordained for me, designed for me. I'm equipped for it. You know, it might not feel like you're equipped for it in the moment, but the determination to take that step and and to know that it's rightfully yours, that God, this is what God ordained and purposed for you to elevate <clears throat> your steps. So I thank you for that, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. So they are shoes. They're literally shoes with this huge elevation. It's like a huge, uh, it's huge, very huge. Like it would be, so I was going to say, I couldn't imagine walking in them myself if it was in the natural but I was going to say, because they were shoes and they are literally tied to your feet and they are shoes, sometimes shoes have to do with actually a new place of authority as well. So, and they're fitted to your feet. So you are fitted and suited um, for this place that he's elevating you to, determined to step in that. And um, we thank you, Father God, for even the authority um, that comes with that, God, that it is fitted and suited for him, God, um, according to your purposes, Lord. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Cool. Well, should we, could we just open Jennifer's phone line as well? Do sure. you mind? Okay. Not at all. Okay, great. There, now we have both of you at the same time. How charming <laughs> is that? <laughs> well, that's okay. Yes. Well, um, Greg, do you have a prayer request as well? Um, just that he would continue to order my steps. Just kind of tags along to what you were saying, but... Um, I know that he knows the beginning, middle, and end, and uh, he knows where I'm at, where I've been, and where he wants me to go. I just want to make sure that he orders and directs my steps and I stay on his path. Because I'm sure there's far greater than I would ever imagine. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Well, let's pray. 
So, Father and Jennifer, I'll pray. If there's anything you feel like you want to pray afterwards, you're welcome to. So, Father, we thank you uh, for Greg, Father God. And I know, Lord, um, literally, I mean, I just sense that you're just calling in faith, acknowledging the Lord in all of your ways um, and calling in, you know, literally, like that is before the Lord, more before PGN, myself, anything else, but it's literally before the Lord. And we thank you, Lord, that you are um, directing his steps. You are uh, directing his path, Father God. We thank you, Lord, that you would um, keep him on the path of righteousness for your namesake, Lord, um, and just tether his path and his steps to your name, Lord, and that you would um, deliver him from all evil, God, and lead him not into temptation, but deliver him from evil, Father God. And we thank you, Lord, um, even for the elevated places. You know what I'm saying? Um, As I was saying that, even again, like being in these shoes in these elevated places, that even the things, the creepy things that crawl on the ground, you know, that don't have access to get a hold of you, you know, like no snake bite, no, like nothing creepy, crawly can um, even attach itself to you or even come near to your feet, you know, in the places that, um, you know, our feet have to do with peace and also, well, with the shoe, the authority. So we thank you, Lord. Um, We thank you, Father God, just, again, that, that elevated place of protection, of guarding and guiding him. Lord, um, we thank you for it, God. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 <laughs> Very cool. Now, do, um, do either... Yeah. Do either of you two have anything you'd like to share with our listeners or any little insight or tidbits to um, anything? Um, wait on God. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing. That, that's one thing I would say that I my patience is, I don't want to speak that, but <clears throat> sometimes I can be impatient. Um, I just have you know, growing up in business with a uh, had a great dad, but he was definitely an overachiever and he accomplished a lot and constantly told me, you know, you can do anything you want to do if you want to do it bad enough. Just always built me up and it was, you know, built me into that, you know, believing that I can do anything that I want to do and which turns me into, you know, in business situations a a fixer, you know, like I see something and I know I can find a solution, so I'm going to provide the solution. I'm going to fix it. And sometimes it's difficult to, to get out of that self-provision, mm-hmm. you know, because I've built a lot, you know, I'm, I'll be 60 in two months and, you know, I've built businesses in a life, um, you know, in that pattern because I knew what to do, I knew how to do it, I knew how to get things done. And it's difficult sometimes um, to stop that, uh, certainly in the God arena, because that's not, he doesn't want us to strive. He doesn't want us to, you know, a perfect example that um, the job that I was in that was miserable and I knew it was time, you know, it's like, it's not going to change. It's getting worse, and it's just not a good fit for me. So 
was just like, time to polish up the resume. And God said, nope. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, you have seen me provide for you in the past. I have literally dropped jobs in your lap. He said, I don't want you to do a resume. I don't want you to put yourself on any job boards because if you do and you get a job, then you'll be able to say it was on your own strength, on your own resume, whatever. And he literally forbid me. He said, no. And the job that I got, I had already had people reach out to me um, through connections or some had just one came through just through LinkedIn. But they, um, there were three or four things that were kind of floating. And out of nowhere, out of the blue, I got a phone call. And it was a friend of mine, and he said, hey, um, the guy that I now work for, he said, Ricky just left my shop. I'm like, yeah. He goes, yeah, he wants to talk to you. And literally, it was on a Thursday afternoon, or Friday, Friday afternoon, excuse me. I called my now boss on Saturday. We talked for a bit. Met him on Monday. He hired me on Tuesday. Hmm. And Wow. I did nothing. I did absolutely. I mean, I had talked to other people. I interviewed, did a phone screen for people that had reached out to me, um, but mm-hmm. had not heard anything back, had not made any decisions, and out of the blue. And he did the same thing to me in 2019. Um, I wasn't looking for a job at all. I was fairly content. I wasn't crazy about what I did, but out of the blue. Same thing, a friend called and said, hey, so-and-so just left my office. And uh, he was asking about you, blah, 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 blah. And the guy ended up calling me, and he hired me almost on the spot. He told me, he said, I don't need to see your resume. I know what you can do. Um, so it's not the first time that's happened, but and he's built a pattern of that, you know, through career changes and stuff. So kind of learned that, you know, you have to, but it does slip back to that. Um, self-provision, thinking that, you know, I have a good resume, I have good experience in history, and that will get me the job that I want. But it's patience, something that he's constantly working with me. And we have a very um, God-honoring, lovely partner like I do who will pray for your patience. Um you know, well, you know what happens when you pray for patience. So, but yeah, no, I just, yeah, it's the, uh, um, she and I wouldn't be together if both of us had not waited on God. Um, we would not have experienced nearly what we have experienced with each other and in Him had we not dropped some of the self provision and, um, just, thinking that, you know, my way is the right way or her way is the right way. Um, that we, you know, some days, you know, it's just, some days are just a struggle. That's just life. But no matter what or where we've been, he's always shown up. No matter what's happened, no matter what we've been through, um, on our best days and our worst days and everything in between, he just has consistently shown up. Um, so, I mean, it's the testimony that's building. We both had tons of prophetic words, um, about writing, writing together, counseling, counseling together, 
So, I mean, mm-hmm. we know that God's doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's just, um, I don't know, it's just, wait on God, it's worth it. Yeah, very cool testimony. Yeah, good testimony. Even just your uh, personal relationship and, you know, about your work and heeding the voice of the Lord, even when it goes against your natural unction or function or capabilities, you know, um, to do it his way and to rein yourself in, pull yourself back and doing that. But I feel like I want to ask you if you oh, could be so kind as to pray over the people that the Lord, uh, because what I hear is the Lord um, over that is like the Lord doing that alignment like he did for the people who left um, Egypt, brought them into the promised land, right? But a place where he's promised them, a place of provision that he's provided for them to meet their needs and um, to call forth the fruitfulness of the land for people to walk in. And whether that be... And according to their purposes, because whether that is in in the job realm or um, ministry, you know, whatever that looks like. Yeah, if you could just pray that over the people, that'd be awesome. Father God, I come to you and grateful for all the things you've done and shown me and Jennifer. Um, Thank you for PGN and the host that allow us to um, dig into you, um, seek your word, and I just want to pray the reality of Romans 8.28 over everyone that may be struggling, may be wondering, but that you said that you cause all things to work together for the good of those who love and serve you. And I just lift anyone up may have any doubt of that, that you would show up and give them a glimpse of what it means when you say you will cause all things to work together for the good. You see the beginning, you see the middle, you see the end, you see what we don't see, you hear what we don't hear. You know there are conversations that are going on and you're either guiding us to them or protecting us and directing us away from those situations. And times where we have felt that we were a shoe in that situation, whether it was a job or relationship or ministry or whatever it was, and we just thought, that's it, that's it, that's it, I know it. And you change course or you let us into disaster. And the unseen, the things that we don't see what you do and the things that you've heard that we didn't hear. So I just lift everyone up that would be in any type of situation like that, that they would fully understand what you mean when you inspired and caused that verse to be written. That laying down our cross daily is laying down our self-provision. And for those that have had experiences similar to mine, that, you know, have history and experience in making things happen. It can be extremely difficult to slow yourself down to wait on you. And we're to take joy in the waiting. We take joy through our sufferings. I just ask that you would touch everyone 
that needs that touch from you to fully understand, comprehend, and operate in the knowing that you do work together, work all things. You cause things to work together for the good. And whether it's a job or any other situation, family relationship, romantic or marriage relationship, school, work, health. I ask that you just show yourself to be the God that we all come to know. Show yourself to be that miracle-working light illuminating that next step, knowing that you will never eliminate two and three or ten steps ahead. You only illuminate that next step. And when he shows you that next step, step into it. And then he'll eliminate the next. He doesn't give us a stop-by-stop-by-stop map. He just gives us the next step. Almost like a scavenger hunt. Here's, here's my leading for this next step. When you get to the next step, I will show you the one after that, and so on and so on. I just ask that, no offense to people that ask for patience, I don't, I don't want to see you sifted, but I just ask that God allows you to grow with patience with him, understand the process of waiting, understand the process of refining, because he's a God of restoration and recompense and reward and restitution. So whatever the situation he is the God for that situation. And as he tells you, when you know it's time to leave a company and you have a good resume and you're like, it's time. I'm going to polish that resume off and go, if he says no, listen to it. And I'll say again, wait on God. It's worth it. So I just ask that you would Cover everyone listening with your patience, your understanding, your comprehension, the knowing that you will cause all things to work together for good, that you're in control, and that dying to ourselves daily is key to finding that next step, embarking on that next step, keeping our focus on you as you lead and direct. Thank you for everything you're going to do in the lives of those that are listening. In your name we ask and we thank you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you so much for praying. That's awesome. Thank you. God bless you guys. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Tonight. Thank you. All right, you guys. All right. Take care. Blessings. Okay, very cool. I just reminds me when he was praying, I just want to say this to everybody else because I know you have somebody in your life like this as well. But when somebody has authority in an area where they've overcome or they just have natural authority in an area, you know, and this ability and God uses it a certain way under the alignment of God really is what we're talking. And he sees the fruitfulness of that. Okay. So then he's got that gained authority in that area. And so if you're talking to someone, so it reminds me of when I was doing um, just a quick and then I'll open um, Evelyn's phone line and then Rhonda, you're after her. 
and then I have several more. But um, when I was leaving one counseling, it was time for me to leave one counseling such thing to go to another one. And I still had the key in my hand, but I had to tell a couple people, some in person, some through email. But um, there was, anyways, one gal I had told in person, um, you know, that I was leaving and going to be moving on, yada, yada. And she said, um, uh, when I was leaving, she said, well, if I know anything, so when people say this, if I know anything, I know that God can direct your steps. So she's, what she's basically saying is she's won the authority and has the confidence and the faith in knowing that God comes through in this area. So if you're talking to somebody, you know, whether in your workplace or at church, and they've already experienced that victory in that area, and that's something that you, you know, need or want for you, ask them to pray for you because there really is like a, a uh, like a trigger point or a, some type of it opens it opens things up in the spirit when you're play, praying from a place where you've already received it and the victory is taking place right and the authorities there it really like it's like taking that what is that big thing where you're um, wishing but it's not it's just a sword but it's one of those big like it has that scoop sword or whatever that's called i know this is lame but you're you know like you're clearing the path a machete thank you um it's clearing the path and you're like of course it's clearing it clearing it clear taking it down going ahead of you um and clearing the path so it's very cool so thank you again okay um evelyn 281 good evening how are you I am good. How about you, Sister Deborah? Good. I'm doing well. Thank you. Man, amen. Praise God. Okay. Praise God. Oh, so let me pray for you. Thank you for uh, waiting. Let me mute you for one second. I'll come right back to you. So, Father, we thank you for Evelyn, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that you are the capstone, Father God, where she walks, God, that you are her capstone and her cornerstone. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that she cannot be misplaced by you in any way, Father God, that she has a firm foundation, Lord, that has association to um, like your, not just inheritance, but your history and land, like as a landmark. Um, In Jesus' name, we thank you for that, Father. Let me look something up in scripture here real second. I mean, real quick. Because I haven't had that word uh, capstone in a while. I don't know if that's like an 80s word. <laughs> uh, okay, wait a second. Uh, is Zachariah X4 now when he speaks to the people of the priest of Kevin's temple? Okay. Uh, Zachariah. Zachariah 4. Who are you, a great mountain before Zerubbabel? You shall become a plain, and he shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, for that capstone and cornerstone that you are in her life, God. That there's it's like a historical marker. There's a historical marker in Jesus' name. We thank you for that foundation, Father God, that can never be, um, you know, what I'm thinking is is that uh, we're remembering when we were in Israel, there was a place where it was Peter's house, and um, the people used to gather, well, well they, um, because Peter's house used to actually be um, placed on a church as well, what they used to do 
is the foundations that they used to um, build in the ground for a church had was very significant marker. Like it was like a, um, like the foundation was more like, I'm just using this as a reference. This is not exact, but just to reference it, it was kind of like a stop sign as opposed to just square corners. So anytime, and this is not, um, I don't know exactly the framing, but I'm just using this as a reference point for the, for the shape of something to be different than something else. So I'm using the reference of a stop sign, that octagon shape, okay? So when they would come and dig up, they would know when they dug up and they would see that shape of an octagon, if you will, and that's just an example. I don't know that that's exact. They, um, that they would know, oh, this is a church or this is sacred ground. This is holy ground. Like something we need to find in history what happened here and preserve this and not forsake it for what it was and what it was built on, you know. So I'm seeing like this, I don't know if that's a type of legacy um, even as well too, but just seeing um, that place for you, you know, and that you definitely are a part of it. And um, your foot is upon it, like even leaning up against it, you know, so it's associated with you and your, um, I was going to say your framing. Yeah, how God has framed you. That's interesting because you frame a building, but how God has framed you as part of the capstone and the cornerstone um, and, and just laying foundations. Father, we thank you for the blessing and the legacy. It is a legacy. We thank you for the blessing and the legacy of that, Lord, that is attached to Evelyn. Father God, for your purposes, Lord, that she's laying firm foundations, Lord, that can never be shaken, God, and never be removed, God, and let them always be remembered. You know, there's a lot of things the Lord speaks about in the land, even as I was reading earlier and um, Zechariah about him removing idols from the land and unclean spirits and the prophets, right, who were not following. Um, and just removing them from the land because all sin, you know, has an effect, right? And it lands on the land unless it is um, repented of. That's why he looks for an intercessor. Like who's going to stand in the gap and take these things up unto the cross, right, in this holy calling and, um, you know, so, so the land is precious to the Lord and that it produces the things of the kingdom in which he desires is my principle and my point and which I'm trying to say. And you are, you know, blessing the Lord when you, when you bless the land as well. Amen. Praise so God. Yeah. I'm sorry. I took you off. Oh, no, that's Okay. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Okay. Yeah, so praise God. That's that's too cool. Hey man, I I uh I really I really enjoyed this and 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 you know what? Uh what what you know what you prayed over me, a firm foundation. Uh that's what I actually been praying over my family. In fact I've been cursing generations. Back, I used to go back like I just cursed genera- a seven back, you know, but I've been going like a hundred and a thousand generations, you know, because there's patterns, you know, in my family and probably in all other families, you know, patterns of drinking and this and that. And, and, and I've just been going back. You don't know where it started from. So I've been 
person to root the seed in the core of it, you know, that it don't mm-hmm. go any further in the name of Jesus. And I receive what you yeah. prayed over us and alignment uh, for our life. I, I really like that, you know, that, you know, that, that we become in alignment with what God has for us. And I thank God for you. Hmm. Well, thank you. I thank God for you, too. And, um, yeah, when I started to pray about being an intercessor, standing the gap, I was wondering, so that's interesting that you even declare and even say that you had been doing that. And I like your insight on going back even a thousand generations, you know. Amen. Um, I like that because because if you're the stand if you're the standing point this is for everyone if you're the standing point for obedience that can bless a thousand generations then you might Amen. as well go back then you might as well go back and you know take the fifteen minutes to pray do you know what I mean Hallelujah. take authority and ask the Lord you know because there was a time where I did I spent almost two years a year and a half mm-hmm. for definitely sure. I was just praying, thoroughly going through, like, my maternal side, my paternal side, and then on my husband's maternal side and his paternal side, you know, and, um, and really, like, going to the courts of heaven and standing in the gap and breaking those things off, you know, and the generational curses and stuff. And then the Lord turned that around, and he said to me, now I want you to go after the blessings. I want you to start praying for the blessings and go that. after them. I said, he's, well, this is for everyone, too, because he did say this. I want you to start going after the blessings. And I said, what do you mean? He said, every place where you've seen and you've known that, like, so, like, my mom was saved during the revival, the end of the revival of the Jesus movement, kind of like that movie that just came out, the end of that. There was a charismatic movement that came through. My mom was saved through that. So the Lord just started having me pray for, you know, that my inheritance, my generational inheritance, that we would be a part of revival. So the blessing Thank was that it, yeah, so come on, right? So, you know, so you spend the time doing that, taking care of what needs to be taken care of by the spirit and the power and the blood of Christ, and then going Amen. after the blessings. And he was just having me go after the blessings, go after the blessings, you know, because I think there's prepare, the preparation is, and again, maybe this has to do obviously with alignment, but the preparation is now where am I? And as Greg prayed, by like moving forward with Christ, he's going Amen. to put us on that path of righteousness for his namesake. And now we're plowing ground for the generations ahead of us, you know? Um, so praise yeah. God. Amen. And I've been praying for, you know, end time revival too. And I have a lot of members in my family that's not saved and, standing the gap for them. And I just been praying, I said, Lord, I would love to be a part of this end time revival. And I know revival is coming. You know, you can just feel it in the air. It's just so mm-hmm. much going on and all over the world. You know, people are being killed. They had a collapse today at a parking oh. garage in New York City. While people right. So things are going on everywhere. In the name of Jesus, and I could just feel the move of God uh, for this end time revival. Hallelujah! Hmm. That's coming in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, that that is, you know, that speaks into me. I'm sorry to hear that. That speaks into me too. And when you put those two things together, that we, you know, we have the grace 
um, upon our lips and, and we are a light that we need to t- make the most of every opportunity. And even as I opened a prayer about redeeming time, I wasn't planning to even say that. It just came to me. But I think that we really need to be mindful that anything could happen, even to the person in front of us. You know, yeah. and to pray for them, you know, even if we're with a police officer and casual, we cross paths. Hey, can I pray for you? And just I want to thank God and I want to pray, you know, and or let them know, like, hey, I pray for you. To, I pray that um, protect those who protect us. And thank you um, for what you're doing. And may God guard you and give you the wisdom and the fortitude that you have need of, you know. And, um, and if they allow oh, you to pray for them, sometimes they will, but. You know, most times they're probably not going to close their eyes because they're trained not to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they're trained to watch you in all circumstances, you know. Hey. But, uh, but that's okay, you know. Release, show them that there, are, there is some goodness in the land, you know. We're not all, you know, um, trying to rip someone off or anything like that, you know. So, hey. um, yeah, yeah. So anywhere we can sow the grace of God in a timely, and that means, I mean, literally, whoever is right before you, that is the grace of God. And I've seen that a couple times, and I would share those testimonies if we had more time. But, I mean, people literally just uh-huh. crossing my paths. You know where people say, like, I'm going to wait till the Lord highlights someone to me. Like, yeah, that's true. You can do that. But literally, you just had five people cross your path. And I'm pretty certain, had you just, whether you felt it or not, God's grace was over those five people that just crossed your path. Had you stepped out Amen. and one of them, you would have learned that it was right there. Amen. Anyway, Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So, Evelyn, thank Amen. you for being a testimony to the Lord and you. your family. And do you have I any prayer requests this evening? Well, actually, um, I really do. I really do have a prayer request, even for myself. But then I had another dream. I don't want to take a lot of time because I know it's other people waiting, you know. But maybe I'll take a short dream next time. (laughs) Ma'am. Yes. Is it a short dream or not? Yeah, it's kind of a short dream. It's about my former pastor. My former pastor and her husband. I'm going to make it real quick. My former pastor and her husband, they were sitting at an eating table, and this was a humongous place. It was a really, really big place. And a friend of mine that, that she and I was going to, that, to, to the same church, we were walking in together. And so we looked over them, and they were saying grace over their food, the, my former pastor. So uh, my friend, she said, well, I got to go use the restroom. So we were walking to the restroom, and this was a humongous place. It had little shops in it while they were selling different stuff. But my friend had on the most beautiful blue suit, like a blue silk suit, and it was just looking so elegant on her. So we were going to this restroom, and when she went in the restroom, I just waited outside, and then I just woke up after that. That might not mean anything. <laughs> it was just such a mm. short dream. Yeah. Yeah, I you know, I'm not getting anything, but okay. um, I'm wondering, yeah, I'm wondering um, if I were you, I would journal, I would write that dream out, and okay. as you're writing it, yeah, and like um, write out the details, and even if you like described, um, 
the suit, describe the stores in as much detail okay. as you can. Because sometimes when I've done that, the Lord is actually speaks into that area. And since okay. there were so many, there were so many details. Um, yes. Even though a not not a lot of function with people, but you're very aware no. of everything else that was going on. There may be something yes. that the Lord is um, showing you to look at in faith, you know, or expanding your Amen. vision of what He wants to show you and teach you in different mm-hmm. things, you know. So um, okay. I'm oh, definitely. Yeah, I've definitely had that happen where, well, then I would start using, like, I would, I would as soon as I would sit down, I'd use, like, three different pens so that, like, if I heard a mm-hmm. scripture as I was writing, I would write that down or okay. I'd write something in the um, margin so I could come back to it, you know, and just, right. um, or if I heard him start speaking, then I pick up a different color pen and I just start writing that, you know, okay. and then Thank I go you. back to the dream, yeah, yeah, and just... Um, Kind of keep keep the flow moving. So praise God. All right. Thank you so much. I'll do that. Thank you so much. And enjoy the rest of your week. And I love you. <laughs> Thank you. We love you too. God bless you, loved one. God bless you. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Uh, 972-365. This is Rhonda. Good evening, Sister Deborah. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, I, I don't want to take up a lot of time because I know it's other people on, but I just wanted to get prayer um, for a few people. Uh, one of my neighbors across the street, her name is Miss Karen. Uh, her and her husband does missionary work, and they're in like their 80s. And he recently went to Vietnam. So um, she had texted me and asked me to come over the other day, and if I would go to the store for her, she said she wasn't feeling good. And uh, she said she was feeling dizzy. She said that uh, her stomach was hurting. All this stuff was going on with her, and that's, like, not her normal. So I went to the store with, uh, for her. Then I came back, and I actually prayed for her, and then I left. But I've been texting her, checking on her. She said she's feeling better. Well, also, I was walking two days ago, and as I was coming around the corner, another neighbor down there in the corner his address is 1913 Perry. I was his 1913 Nugent. And he stopped me and he said, let me talk to you. So he started telling me about all the stuff going on with the hospitals and what he experienced with his wife. And he let me know that his wife has been sick. And he said she came down with COVID. She was having this bad cough. And he said they didn't diagnose it in time that it has caused her, I think she's in her 80s or late 70s, to crack a bone or something in her back, so they got to do surgery on her, and uh, she's also oh, on dialysis. Also, wow. my other little neighbor that I that I look out for all the time, Miss Nancy, uh, she's, like, lately, uh, she's been kind of like, I don't know, you know, like sometimes when people are going through things, but they actually kind of feel something. You know, I've been going around her a lot, but she just seemed like something is, like she knows something is getting ready to happen because she started yesterday talking about selling her house and getting rid of her car and just talking, you know, general conversation. But, you know, she was just talking. And um, I know the Lord put me around her for a reason. Uh, we've had a beautiful friendship, myself, her, my daughter, my uh, my daughters, and my husband. 
Uh, but I just wanted to get prayer over her as well. And then my aunt called me this evening and told me one of my uncles went to the hospital and they thought he had pneumonia, but they uh, diagnosed him with some type of cancer. But I, I just rebuked that, you know, in the name of Jesus. So I know I gave you a lot, but uh, one of the ladies' name is Sharon, Miss Sharon, Miss Nancy, Miss Nora, and then my uncle's name is Norris. Your uncle's name is what? Norris, Norris, N-O-R-R-I-S, Norris. Okay, got it. Okay. Karen, Nora, Nancy, Norris. Yes. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Okay, yes, let, me, yes. let me pray for them, and we'll see how the Holy Spirit spills over on you as well. And then um, okay. thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, I'm going to close your uh, phone line, but I'm sure there will be some spillover for you too. <laughs> okay. Thank God bless you. you. God bless thank you. you. God bless you, too. Thank you for joining us. Okay, so thank you, Father. Father, we uh, thank you for Rhonda, God, in Jesus' name. We just lift her up to you, Father. We thank you, Lord, um, how she is precious to you, God, that how you cover her, Lord, and that you lift things off of her when they need to be lifted. God, I thank you, Lord, for bringing light into her space and into the places Um, Lord, even to her secret place, Lord, and to the places, God, of refuge and shelter, God, you bring your light and shed your light into those places, Father God, and you cover her and lift things off of her as well, Father God, and we thank you for that, God, just for, um, yeah, your covering over her, Father, we thank you for it. Lord, we uh, pray for her neighbors, Lord, we pray for Karen and Nancy and Nora and her uncle Norris, Father God, we pray for healing, God, unto those bodies, Father God, and the things, Lord, and recoveries, Lord, and the things that Nancy's going through, Father God. Um, Lord, that you would bring that into the light, Father God, that she would receive the ministry, God, of even Rhonda, God, and the grace of God. Um, and the fortitude of God upon her life, God, um, just preserving her way, God. So we thank you, Lord, um, that you make all things known, Lord. And we thank you, Father God, that your name, Father, is powerful, God. It's powerful to save us from any of our troubles, even our darkest of days and anything that we're facing and the distresses and stresses, God, and um, to set us free, God, and to bring forth hope, and freedom in every way, Father God, that your blood resolves and dissolves every issue, including cancer, bone fragments, surgery, Father God, um, anything, health and wholeness and bodies, Lord, uh, regardless of age, Father God. We thank you for covering Karen and continue to take care of her, God, and her wholeness, Lord, and setting her feet upon a solid rock, God, that her foot would not slip fall or stumble in any way, God, that you preserve her and you preserve her husband. You watch their going out and they're coming in the same, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you for successful surgery, Father God, um, and just the wisdom of the doctors as well, God. And we thank you for the work of the Holy Spirit to be precision and sharp as an instrument in her life, Father God. And we thank you for that as well, for Norris. God, we thank you, Lord, for dissolving cancer at its root, Lord. We just rebuke that 
In Jesus' name. And we ask in the name of Jesus and in the faith of God that you send your resurrection power for divine health to Norris's body. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you for the privilege to pray for your neighbors and your family, right? Your neighbors are our neighbors. So praise God for that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for undergirding each one of them with your grace and your strength for their days. Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Okay, 303-517, good evening. Who am I speaking to? Hello, you might have me on, uh, not speaker run, you might have me on mute, or you may have walked away from the phone for a moment, but 303-517, good evening. Thank you for calling. How can we pray for you tonight? Okay, while I'm waiting for them, I'm just going to call out the next numbers. I have one, two, four, four, I think four other numbers. So uh, nine, oh, goodness, nine, five, four will be next. 402 will be after that. 804, 218 after that. 504, 282 following. Okay, so caller 303, 517, are you there? Thank you for joining us. Not sure who this is. Um, I don't want to move on too soon because I know people have been waiting. So I want to show courtesy uh, to the caller. Thank you. I'm not sure who this is. Thank you, 303-517. Good evening. Thank you for joining us tonight. Okay. All right, let me close that phone line. Okay, 303-517. Once you're ready, if you could um, text the program show and let me know that you are ready and near your phone, then we will come back to you and I'll receive your text. Text the program number at the 214-505, I believe it is. Um, Thank you. Appreciate you calling and joining us this evening. I would love to pray and minister with you. And um, I just lost everybody on this thing. Hold on. There we go. Okay. Okay, hold on. I gotta find <laughs> the whole screen like slipped away. Okay. Um, so we're at nine five. Whoa, nine five four five eight zero. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Hi. Good evening. You're speaking with Carolyn. Carolyn. Yes. From Jamaica? Yes, it is. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for waiting. Let me um, mute your phone line. Here's just some background noise or something. Let me pray for you, Caroline, Father God. We thank you for Caroline, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Um, We thank you, Father God, Lord, for leading her and guiding her, Lord. We thank you for your kingdom. For your kingdom's sake in her life, Lord, in Jesus' name, thank you, Father God. We thank you, Lord, for your kingdom's sake in Caroline's life, Father God. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Um, let me see something. Okay. 
um, oh, I thought there was a, I don't know if it was a song or a proverb that had to do with um, the kingdom's sake. Um, so thank you, Lord. Uh, thank you, Father God, um, as well for what you're producing for the kingdom's sake, God. And I don't know, just be in rhythm and in harmony with the things of the Lord, Father God, and um, and just even the movement and the rhythm. You know, there's lots of different. I mean, there's language, yes, they speak language, and, you know, it might have a different language in Jamaica as well that you speak. You might have a second language. I'm not sure we have our spiritual language. But the Lord speaks a lot of different languages, right? Because even a child has a language, like their gestures and their movements and their um, their uh, physical cues you know, um, and cries, like it's all really a language, you know, um, though we wouldn't really think of it that way, but it really is. It's, it's their language to be understood and to be heard. And so for the kingdom's sake to have rhythms um, and harmony, harmonies, there, that is a language to that, um, that we pick up on and that we have cues to, right? Like even not everyone can read sheet music, you know, um, and be musical that way. Or some people who play the instrument can't read sheet music, you know, they just do it by ear and flow or however that process is, right? But, um, but there is a language even to tones and rhythms and harmonies. There's a, there's, that is a language, you know, and so everything has a language. So the kingdom, something like even the kingdom, again, the rhythms and the harmony and the vibrations of um, heaven, you know, for heaven's sake and the kingdom's sake, that you are able to pick up on those languages and to be able to read that, you know, read it maybe intuitively, but spiritually, not like a natural intuitive, but that's how we would understand it in terms of our language, but in a greater depth and more profoundly in the spirit to be intuitive in the spirit. So it's almost like, you know, if someone's taking steps, right? Like it's like, even if the Lord, I mean, this is, you know, like even if he's just taking steps, it's like the vibration of his steps and you can almost determine you know, what he's doing um, by his steps for just knowing him so personally. And so, you know, so like if I heard my husband in the other room and different sounds and knowing it, like I could kind of determine what he's doing, what his thought pattern is, what he's up to, what he's going to do next, right? Um, just by the sound of that, but it's a language. It is a type of language. So we thank you, Father God, for these languages for the kingdom's sake, God, that you speak to Caroline, Father God, and we thank you, Lord, um, that she captures it, God, and um, not only is she moves with it and the flow of it and the following and the obedience of it, Father God, but help her, um, Lord, if there is a measure of um, communicating that and understanding that in a way that uh, or understanding it in a way that she can communicate it uh, to other people to like, um, so what is that to interpret it um, to other people um, in such a way that they understand it in their language 
you know, so sometimes I do that when I, um, so sometimes you've heard me say, like, I can flow in two streams, like the charismatic and then the evangelical, if you will. And when I'm in the evangelical, um, sometimes I, what I'll do is I'll convert the language to their language, but it's something that I'm seeing in the spirit, but I want to use language that they can accept and receive and cultivate their nearness to the Lord, their nearness to the spirit. And then the Lord uses the rest of it to awaken their faith. Like he is breathing on their faith, right? So there's that participation in my language and I'm again converting it to their language and then I keep going but sometimes I do spill over (laughs) sometimes I do have a spillover it's kind of like you know having that bucket of water and carrying it uphill like sometimes I'm going to trip and it's going to spill over you know and or there's so much in there it just like spills over so I kind of see you doing it for the sake of the kingdom um, in the same way. And I hope that makes sense to you because I know that is very much more of like um, symbolic. Um, but even symbolism is a language, if you will. So, praise God. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I don't like you to help me um, There's something that I've wanted to do for a while now. But each time we can see that I'm just not understanding or not grasping as I should. Um, just kind of help me pray that the Lord will open my mind to a greater understanding and grant success this time around. And also, I'm praying with regards to uh, the next move, the day, the where I go for work that God will just have everything in alignment and place me at the best location um, that that instead of um, I have chosen a location but I just want God will to be done okay absolutely all right and did you hear Greg's prayer earlier as well Okay, let me pray for you. Thank you for calling and joining us. God bless you. Thank you, Caroline. Thank you. Yes, because I believe um, Greg's covering in prayer over you as well, especially in the workplace. So we thank you, Father God, and we just come into agreement with the things that Greg prayed earlier as well, that they um, like are a fountain and flow down into every collar, Father God, until we end, Lord, and even beyond, Lord, even even the listeners um, who would listen at a later time. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for granting them your goodness, um, Father God, and we thank you, Lord, for the assignment is the alignment. God, we thank you that that's your assignment for Caroline is the alignment, Father God, for this next job, God, and we thank you for being in your will. God, and staying in that path and staying in that, um, like, is that a funnel? Is that what that thing's called when it comes pouring down from top and then it, yeah, like a funnel, a funnel? Yes, a funnel. Lord, so we thank you, Lord, um, for what you're funneling into her as well, God, and pouring out 
and, and that it's directed on a clear path and a clear direction for her in the workspace. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for blessing her mind, God, and giving her sound mind, God, and your power. Let the power of God come to her mind, Father God, in the areas that she needs success, Father, and that she's asking for, God. And we thank you, Lord, for the power to understand in the areas, Lord, where she needs openness, Lord, and things that she's asking for, Lord, specifically, Lord. We thank you for the power of God, Lord, that you've given her access to, Lord, um, and the entry point, Father God, for success in her mind on that. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay, so let me just pick up where we left off here. So now we are on, uh, okay, we are on 804-218. Good evening. Thank you for joining us. Who am I speaking to? 804-218. Good evening. Thank you for joining us. Who am I speaking to? Hello? Hi, who am I speaking to? This is Angie. Angie, okay. And Angie, where are you from? Or from Virginia. From Virginia. <laughs> Angie Virginia. from Virginia. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> hey, girl, how are you? Hi. I'm good. How about yourself? Good. Let me put you on and pray for you. So praise God. Thank you for waiting and joining us this evening. A pleasure to hear hear your voice and have you with us. So Father God, we thank you, Lord, for uh, sustaining Angie. I just seem like in each leg is standing and sustaining, like even like written on your thigh, sustaining, on the front part, sustaining um, as you're standing um, with the Lord. I thank you for that, Father God, in Jesus' name. It's sustaining, even as if it's like um, like your leg is not really your leg. It's like the sustaining, like there's something added, like a, another element that is actually sustaining you to stand. Um, so I thank you for that, Father God, in Jesus' name. Like I'm seeing the elements of... Um, of the legs being more than just human legs, like a sustaining element of, I don't think it's wood and I don't think it's metal, but it's some type of, again, sustaining very secure elements that will remain standing. I thank you for that, Father God, Lord. I thank you, Lord, um, for just planting the feet, Lord on the ground that you have her to be on, Father. In Jesus' name, we thank you for that, God. We thank you, Lord, for the strength of her legs. Lord, as your word says, you know, as Philip um, ran, right? He ran with the chariots and the strength of his legs. It was more, it was a supernatural strength that he had to run uh, with the chariots and the horsemen and to keep up with them, you know, and even the significance of the spiritual realm and running in the spiritual realm 
um, and sustaining um, even the standing afterwards, right, and not the collapsing, but the, and the two are working together and the natural and the supernatural and uh, the following and the obedience of Christ and the natural and the supernatural element that takes place, even spontaneously, um, even, you know, well, and some things we call it spontaneous, as the Lord was just telling me, it's spontaneous, but yet he had a plan for that. You know, it's like when the two crossroads happen of time and um, time and, oh, what is the other, like a Kairos time, um, but we call it spontaneous. The Lord was just telling me, he said to me, well, you call it spontaneous, but he's planned it ahead of time where, uh, you know, those Kairos moments um, in our day, right? And they're supernatural, the naturalness, supernatural, working together. Again, Philip, I believe it's Acts 8. I think it's Acts 8 or 9. Running with the chariots, you know, as she shared with the eunuch. And then he became baptized. And then, and then you know, um, Philip was transported. He has very unusual um, and highly effective ways in the spirit about him, um, but not everybody did, but yet it was recorded. That was recorded for a reason and for a purpose, you know, and, um, and maybe for your sake, maybe for the sake of those who run, that they can be, it's sustainable, Right, because all of these years it's canonized, it's sustainable. So, um, so that's what I'm saying for you. So, very cool. Praise God. Well, I did planting today. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> uh, I was planting my herbs, you know. When they charge you fifty dollars okay. a pound, it it, it 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 inspires you to plant these things. <laughs> Oh, well, good for you. Yeah. So I got I got mints and bombs and you know lemon balm, which is good for you know your uh, for stress. You know, a lot of people are dealing with stress and stuff to 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 make tinctures and stuff and oils. We'll just see how it goes. Oh. I'm experimenting at the moment. <laughs> oh, well, very good. That sounds neat. Mhm. I need yeah. to do more planting. So praise God. Yeah. Well, do you have any um, yeah. prayer requests? I want. Uh, I don't want to. I feel isolated. Okay. Is there anything specific as to why that would be that you want to share? You don't have to share. Well, I guess, guess, you know, I just, I just, I don't know why I'm so isolated, but I am. Maybe it's just the season. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, let's pray about that and let us know how the herb things go, too. I'd be interested to hear about okay. the, reward, right. the rewards of your seeds. <laughs> okay, let me pray for you. Okay, let okay. me mute this. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. God bless you, too. And, and uh, the fruitfulness 
of your land and your seeds as well. Thank you, Lord, for bringing it forth. Thank you, Lord. And we thank you, Father God, that, um, you know, that we even just plant our mustard seeds, Lord, um, this evening, Father God, and Angie's life, Father God, that it would bear much fruit. God, we speak to this mountain or to this place of isolation. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that you would clarify it, Father God. I pray that if there's, uh, if isolation is like a coat, how a seed has a coat and it needs to be watered and planted and then it breaks forth into really seeing um, the potential or what's inside of it. God, so I pray if this isolation is just like a coating over some type of seed, Lord, of what you're producing, Lord, uh, let these prayers water it, Father God. <clears throat> so that it can break free, Father. Like if the isolation is just a toxic word for um, for a covering or just the unknown, um, the unknown in the process, but the best way to identify it, Father God, we ask the Lord for your great clarity and for you to bring forth uh, what you need to bring forth, Father God, and for the good thing. God, the good thing that you've planted inside of her. God, we call it forth, Lord. We call forth the fruit of the land, God, and the things that she is to produce, even for you, God, that you would lead her, Lord, even as I just prayed earlier about Philip, that you would lead her with her feet, God, um, and not only the planting, um, but the going and the supernatural part of keeping up with the chariots, Father God. So we thank you, Father God, for this work, Lord, um, that she will do, Lord. In Jesus' name, and we thank you, Lord, <clears throat> how you um, just care for her, God, that you would nurture the soil of her heart, God, to bring forth a harvest in her as well, God. And we thank you, Lord. Um, and, you know, I've learned to pray this here. I've heard Randy pray this years ago, that, um, that and, and I pray this for um, Angie and the other listeners, myself as well, that she would have friends. Um, that are friends of God, Father. And so we thank you, Lord, for bringing that forth as well, God, and letting that be the fragrance of her life, Lord, and being able to um, uh, just receive the whole blessing of friendship for her, God, everything that it, that, um, that it brings for her, God. Let it be a blessing, God, of her um, being a blessing to others as well and what she brings. Lord, um, and others blessing her as well, Father. So I thank you, um, again, for nurturing um, the soil um, of her heart during this time and being her fellowship. And in 2 Corinthians 13, 14, I think I prayed this last week, but I mean the grace of the Lord Jesus and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, praise God. It's precious. Spirit of the Lord on that. Okay. Um, 504-282. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Good evening. It's Nicole from Louisiana. Oh, hey there. How are you? I'm good. Um, <laughs> I was just calling for prayer for my daughter. She's oh, okay. Some stomach issues constantly. We just can't figure out what it is. Just, oh. It's been going on for a long time, so just is it really like digestion crazy. or? I think it's 
digestion related, but they can't quite pinpoint, you know, what what's causing the digestive issue. Um, she has an appointment in June. That's as soon as she can go see a, um, a GI specialist. But, um, yeah, it's, it's been an ongoing battle with her being, you know, getting sick and, and having to stay out of school. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, what is your daughter's first name again? Okay. And do you mind me asking how old she is again? Yes, she's uh, two and a half. Okay. Okay, I'd be happy to pray for her. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless you and pray with the other saints as well. Okay, I'm going to close your phone line and pray um, for you both. Thank you. Okay, thank you. God bless you. So, Father, we thank you for Abigail, Father God, in Jesus' name. We lift her up, Lord, to your spirit, God, and before your, before your throne, Lord. We thank you for your mercies to cover Abigail, Father God. We come into agreement with Nicole's prayers over her. Lord, we speak to her digestive system, Father God. We speak to her stomach, to the um, secretions in her stomach that produce and digest foods, Father Lord, in the process of it, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we speak to her small intestines and to her large intestines. And we pray, Father God, for the word of God to come forth, Lord, that you are the one, Father, we're praying in faith, believing you and believing your word, God, that you heal all of our diseases, Father God, in Jesus' name. Lord, by your loving kindness, Lord, you crown her with loving kindness and tender mercies in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father God, and we just rebuke whatever condition, Father God, is causing this ailment, God, whatever bug, whatever critter, God, is causing this ailment in her body, Father God, we rebuke it in Jesus' name, God. We ask that you release, Lord, in the name of Jesus, in the faith of God, Lord, for your resurrection power to be released to her, Father God. Lord, that her body would respond to the power of God. Lord, we thank you for sending your ministering angels to touch and to heal and to ease and to send your balm of Gilead upon her stomach. God, your healing anointing upon this young daughter, Father God, that you would touch her at her center and core, Father God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for it, Father God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, thank you, Father for touching her digestive system, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord. And we pray, Lord, I just pray um, even for her spine and the signals for the, um, like, being sensitive, the, uh, what is that, like, the nervous system, the things that feel pain. God, I, I just pr- ask for ease to come there as well. And I pray for her mind, Father God, and ease to come and a peace to her mind as well, Father God, and her thoughts and her systems and and even whatever her language is, Father, we ask, Lord, that you would speak and whisper by your ministering spirits, Father God, that you would speak peace to her, shalom to her, Father God, that you would um, speak your wholeness, Father God, and deliver her from all pain, God, deliver her from discomfort. Deliver her from the things that are troubling her, Father God, in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you for Abigail, Father God. We thank you for the kindness of the Lord. 
to be upon Abigail, Father. We thank you, Lord, for crowning her with your loving kindness, Lord. We ask for your spirit of wisdom and revelation and guidance to be hers, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for her awareness, Lord, um, and her knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, Father God, to speak upon such things, Lord. We thank you for visitations and revelations to speak to her, Father, and blessing her eyes and her ears to see um, what you desire her to see, Father God, and the realities um, that you have for her, Lord, and the promises that you've made in Jesus' name. And, Lord, we thank you for Nicole as well, and God and her guidance and authority um, and the good measure that you've placed in Michelle, um, I'm sorry, in Nicole over her daughter, Father God. We thank you for that. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for the covering of the good measure placed in Nicole. Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name, we thank you for that covering, God, and and just creating, Lord, um, even a pearl. This is the pearls created, you know, where there's that, like, weird stuff inside that shell and sand, and then, but it creates um, something beautiful. So we thank you for creating um, just pearls and treasures and beautiful things to come forth in their lives, Father. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, thank you for your spirit that ministers, for your excellence of power, God. And I just subscribe unto you, God. All authority and power and majesty is God over Abigail's life, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for it, Father. And Lord, I thank you for even adding treasures to her, the Lord, adding treasures um, to her, Father. Thank you, Lord. Jesus' name. And just unlocking even treasures like when she hears the word or the teaching of the story and um, when she speaks on it, it's, the Lord's open to that place to her of understanding or wisdom, revelation. Those are treasures um, that he's bestowing upon her. Thank you for that. Jesus' name. Yeah, so something about the pearl, too. I'm not sure exactly what, but I've seen, like, the formation. Again, I know I spoke that earlier, but um, something about the formation of the pearl. And, uh, so thank you, Lord. Sure, that is. Okay. Okay, uh, caller 402, 214. Good evening. I think this is Sharon. Hello. Hi. Good evening. This is Sharon. Yeah. Hi, honey. I didn't even hear you. Uh, the phone click. That's oh, weird. that's weird. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it is. Weird. I wasn't even well, let me sure pray if I was showing up on the queue. Thank you. Yeah, you are. Yes, I don't know how. Please. Yeah, you got um, it moved down, but you did. But anyway, I'm glad you waited. God bless you, and thank you so much for joining us this evening. 
pleasure to hear your voice. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Be with us. Thank comforting. you. Let me. Oh, that's nice. Well, let me close your phone line. Do you have a prayer request? Because I'll need to do this all together. Yes. Um, okay. Yes. The communication and relationship with my friend Kevin, real bad right now. A lot of misunderstandings and interference. So that's also a prayer. And it's my Kevin. son's birthday. Oh, cool. What's yeah, fun? he's in heaven, so oh, I only have one. Oh. His name's Jared. He would have oh. been 41 today. Wow. Wow, God bless you. Absolutely. You know what? God yeah, bless I, you because I don't even always do that for my son in heaven, but God bless you. Yeah. And um, Thank you. Yeah, that's nice. That's why okay. You know, got to get to heaven somehow. Let's <laughs> see him again. Yes, you will. Yes, you will celebrate again with him an eternal glory one day. So, I have a friend who um, she lost her daughter. Uh, a handful of years ago, very traumatic. Uh, I know mean, yours was traumatic loss as well. It's very shocking and traumatic right. loss. Yeah. And um, so she has different things that lead up to her, the kind of the anniversary date, if you will, like even her birthday, the date when she got the phone call. You know, she just does different things in remembrance of her daughter and the things that her daughter enjoyed. And she calls them, uh-huh. oh, she calls it, she calls it her new reality. So she like, um, she just makes different memories with it, calling it her new reality and how they uh-huh. like, there's, there are different little celebrations that she does in honor of her memory. I guess you should say that. So, which is kind of right. cool because, because she's doing it yeah. really before the Lord, before the Lord. Uh-huh. And she is, um, you know, she's like nurturing her own heart and her own memory with a lovable and honorable tribute um, before mm-hmm. the Lord and unto her child, you know. Right. So I know I know how she feels. Yeah. 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 So I just want to encourage you with that. If the Lord ever puts anything like that on your heart, because anyways. Okay, let me yeah. pray for you, and thank you for thank sharing you. with all of us and the uh, giving us the privilege to pray with you and for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you, sweetie. Okay, so Father, we thank you, Lord, uh, for sharing, Father God, in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for the care of your heart, Lord, that you would carry her heart in places, Lord, that she can express herself, God. And again, this language of heaven, you know, where comfort and grief and him coming alongside of us as a paraclete, you know, he has this language, his love language is filled, every language that he has is filled with his love, filled with his wisdom, his compassion, his mercies. Um, And, you know, he's 
fierce, right? He's also our mighty God and wonderful counselor and a prince of peace. So we thank you, Father, for your attributes, Lord, of coming alongside of Sharon and being with her, Lord, as she remembers uh, the passing of her son, Father, and his birth date, Lord. We thank you, Lord, and we just honor what she is honoring before you, Father, and we we thank you, Lord, as we uh, stand with her and encourage her um, as family um, and acknowledge, Lord, um, the birth and the loss. God, and that life um, is hard sometimes, Lord, but we stand in faith believing your word and the power of reconciliation and the hope and the understanding of having eternal glory as our home, as our residing Eula home. Lord, we thank you for that in Jesus' name. And, you know, I just thought of something as I was praying about um, on earth as it is in heaven type of thing, you know, like I wonder if your son is like doing something to honor your memory, doing something in honor of you on your birthday or whatever memory, you know, he is established in heaven on your behalf or that you would see that, you know, like maybe like, um, I think I've seen a movie one time where someone was planting a garden. So every time there was a, like so many flowers, like a dozen flowers would be planted or, you know, like, and this is an honor of this, you know, this living memory and living fragrance of the Holy Spirit upon um, your life to him and, you know, that he did this in honor of your remembrance and building for when you enter um, heaven, you know. So let it be done on earth as it is in heaven. I'm not sure what all that is, but certainly not anything like not doing anything outside of what the Bible says. The Bible just tells us not to pray to those who are dead or to seek to have that kind of thing, but just truly just honoring their memory. But it's truly acknowledging the grief and the loss and being able to um, accept it. It's a form of accepting the grief and the loss by acknowledging it and honoring it, but not seeking more than that, more outside of the Bible that would, that would be not good, you know? Okay. So, um, I forget what that's called, but there is a word for it. So, Father, we pray also for Sharon's uh, wisdom uh, and communications with Kevin and Kevin's wisdom and communications with her as well. Lord, we pray for humility. We pray for um, a heart to understand, to acknowledge, Lord, even for feedback, Lord, and for referencing um, words specific words like like that's puzzling to me instead of just like what the heck is I know about? um you know like referencing certain words lord that they and even words they don't maybe they're trigger points they don't like to hear like hey could you maybe word it this way instead or say in the past you know like my husband and I have done it in the past this has happened I'm still not associated, like, don't keep pulling me back into the past, into the present. But in the past, I've seen this happen. So it's hard for me to process right now. Like, I don't know where you're at right now because, okay, you've got to tell me, you've got to come to the table on this, you know. So, Lord, just helping them to communicate with the words and the covering 
um, with the humility and the focus to understand. Okay, I'm hearing these words, but I want to understand what you're saying and to giving the feedback again with the wisdom and the communications and the humility. Lord, because you were really everything is about loving God and loving others, even even people we don't like. <laughs> loving them, you know, we don't have to like them. We love them. I know that's not the case there, but I'm just saying overall. So, um, Father, we thank you for that. And, Lord, we just bless Sharon. In Jesus' name, Lord, fill her cup to overflowing. God, fill her with a refreshing um, presence of the Lord. God, fill her, yes, Lord, fill her with the refreshing presence of the Lord, God, and fill her cup, God, with your presence. In Jesus' name. I think there's a song. I don't know if I say. I don't know if we talked about that before or not. We made it, but to fill my cup, Lord, to overflowing. I think there's a song. There is a song. But, and I don't know if you and I have talked about that before. Anyways, I'm way over time. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. God bless you, and may you have a blessed week. And may the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you and turn his countenance towards you and give you peace. Shalom. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.